0: Welcome to the Fastest Five Minutes presented by Kroll and Mooring. We are your co-hosts, Peter Ayer and David Robbins, bringing you a bi-weekly summary of significant government contracts, legal and regulatory developments that no government contracts lawyer or executive should be without. So we have quite a bit of news to get to this week. We start with export control news. On April 19th, Department of State issued a final rule that revises the ITAR, to clarify when exports, -exports, re-exports, re-transfers, temporary imports, and performance of a defense service may be made by or for an agency of the government without a license, including by employees of the government in performance of their duties. This rule expands the scope of the exemption to allow for permanent exports, re-exports, and re-transfers in addition to temporary exports and imports, and to allow transfers by third parties, such as contractors, acting for the government. So that's something we're going to be watching. David, over to you.
1: Thank you, Peter. And uh, moving on, I guess, to GAO. They issued a priority open recommendations by department bulletin in April. And these things came by way of letters directed to leadership of each federal agency to say, hey, here are your open items, for lack of a better phrase. The VA had a number of them, a significant number of them, and DOD as well. There, for example, as of February, DOD has a whopping 984 open unclassified recommendations. Clearly, we can't cover all of that here, not by a long shot, but for any of you who are interested, this is worth a read. It is dense material and fascinating if you're into that sort of thing. Moving on to Air Force science and technology news. Also, mid-April, Air Force announced its new science and technology strategy, which is going to implement broad changes to its sci-tech programs. In order to improve identification and deployment of breakthrough technologies, and in doing so, will elevate the importance of the Air Force's chief technology officer. It should come as no surprise that the plan will introduce a range of changes intended to increase the technological advantages the Air Force has over rival militaries, particularly China, Russia, by improving discovery, development, and deployment of new tech. Among the three pillars of the strategy is to reform the way science and technology efforts are managed within the department helping to develop and deliver transformational capabilities, and expanding the scientific and technical enterprise of the Air Force. We've seen a lot, Peter, recently of efforts across the military departments to jump into this space. Some of it is couched in the use of other transactions, some of it is couched in terms of rapid acquisition, but it's interesting to see a
0: strategic plan like this laid out. Good. Thank you, David. Moving on to Department of Labor, the DOL announced that a federal contractor paid over $1.5 million in back wages and benefits after a Department of Labor investigation. Just further indication that DOL is particularly active. So, something to keep an eye on. Two other just quick items of note. One, we're getting a little bit more visibility from DOD about how it is reacting to the Section 809 recommendations, which ones it is likely to commit to, which ones may require further study. So that gives us a pretty good sense of how they're going to prioritize, and it's a good forecast of regulatory landscape coming up. And then also we're going to be watching very closely an executive order that the president signed earlier this week focused on background investigations. Too soon to say exactly what that means, but some renaming, some movement of authorities from one part of the government to another, So something to watch carefully as well. David, over to you.
1: Thank you. I'm jumping back real fast to the Department of Labor. We've talked in past weeks, we've had bulletins coming out about various different Department of Labor initiatives, including accelerating discretionary debarment consideration. What I found interesting about this particular repayment of back wages is the contractor in question brought the item to the attention of labor, worked with labor. And yeah, they paid the back wages, but there was no discussion of all these other sorts of perhaps more harsh and or expanded penalties that have been in the news. Good point. You know, certainly interesting and something we are, as you say, watching. Okay, we'll close, I guess, with a bid protest decision. VeriQ Corporation and Octo Consulting are named on the caption, GAO sustained in part protest of VeriQ and dismissed the protest of Octo, challenging the ward of task order issued by Department of Homeland Security, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services for IT services. And it was on this basis. The evaluation had a two-step approach. After step one, only the three firms that had the highest technical ratings and fair and reasonable prices were invited to proceed to the technical demonstration. That was step two. There were 13 quotes received, and USCIS chose the awardee, one of the protesters, and another company to participate in step two. VeracQ, which had been eliminated after step one, argued the agency's evaluation of a particular awardee, in this case OCTO, The key personnel was unreasonable because the technical evaluation committee relied on the committee's own experience to supply information not provided in a resume submitted for one of OCTO's key personnel candidates. GAO did its work. Fast forward a bit. They sustained on that basis just more evidence that your proposal on its face needs to contain all the information necessary to permit the agency to evaluate fairly. We thought it was a pretty interesting decision. Anything else, Peter? Shall we close out? No, no, let's close it out. All right, that's all for this edition. We'll see you again in two weeks. In the meantime, if you need anything, Peter can be reached 202-624-2807, and I'm at 202-624-2627. Thank you very much.
0: The Fastest 5 Minutes Podcast is brought to you by Croll & LLP. Subscribe on iTunes, and if you enjoy our show, please leave us a review. You can find more information at kroll.com slash govconpodcast.